0: This is Live from the Hive, Quarantine Edition. Today, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be stuck in quarantine. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Lana, Our producer, Kat. Hi. And our two amazing teachers, Mr. Platterody and Delfino.
1: Thank you, Henry. Um, What's up? We are, we are very excited to be still recording this podcast with the three of you. Um, we can't say enough nice things about how proud we are of how you've handled this during, um, these crazy times. And I know we keep saying crazy and unprecedented times, but really this is going to be something that, you know, 20 years, 30 years from now, uh, you're going to look back and be like, wow, we, we did it. Um, but we're going to, we're going to take you through a journey today.
2: And let's not, you know, hope that this is going to happen again, that we got to do, uh, these recordings from our own home. No,
1: I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. This is, um, this is definitely unusual, but uh, we're going to make the best of it. So we're, what this episode is all going to be about is Mr. Delfino and I are going to be talking to the three of you about your journey through um, early March into what is present day, mid um, May or late May. And we're going to start right off the bat with thinking about what happened uh, that last week of school and leading us up into May 13th when we sat into the gym that last time and just basically had one last eighth-grade meeting together. So, Lena, I'm going to ask you first, what was it like those last couple days as we were leading up to the stay-at-home orders? I think,
3: like, at first, nobody really knew what was happening. I mean, we still don't, but no one really understood, like, the extent of it. So all, the whole time, everyone was thinking, like, oh, it's not going to happen to us. Like, oh, it's not – In the USA or anything like that, yeah. And then on that Friday, like, we got the news that school was closing. And no one really got a chance to, like, say goodbye to their teachers. No one got a chance to say goodbye to their friends. And even then at the time, it was only supposed to be for two weeks. if You know? And so then it's just, it was a really, like, scary time because no one knew what was going on. Yeah, exactly.
2: The the uncertainty of it is is always mm -hmm, the worst
0: part. Yeah. Yeah, to add on to that, though. Um, I wasn't actually there the last day, but I like that week, I had a feeling it was gonna happen. It was just like a matter of when it was going to happen right. So it was just like I was waiting for it to happen, and unfortunately it was then, but I mean, I think we definitely made the la the best of that last week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. yeah
2: And how did all three of you feel when you first heard that you were gonna be able to stay home? Like, tell me about, you know, what some of your feelings were that you have to stay home now.
4: Oh, yeah. I kind of felt my heart drop a little bit because, I mean, it's our last year. Like, we're eighth graders. It's our last year in middle school, and we won't be able to be there with our friends and stuff. And also, we didn't know this was going to happen. So, I mean, personally, I didn't, like, say a proper goodbye to my Mm -hmm. friends or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well going back
2: to what Lena said, you know, originally it was only supposed to be 2 weeks and and here it is, you know, we're you know, well into May and, uh, and yeah. you know, and the rest of the school year did in fact get canceled.
3: Yeah. So then like also at the beginning, we we're like, oh, yay, two weeks, no school and whatnot. Obviously the circumstances. Happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there was still like an, up, like an up to it, but now like it's the end of the year. We know of virtual learning is like, we've experienced it. We've been home long enough. Now all I want to do is just go back to school. Like I, I honestly miss it. and we're missing out so much of our eighth grade year, which at least from what I've heard is like such an important year yeah have to, that we get to that we lose it all
0: yeah i was see i wasn't too worried when i heard it was like just two weeks i was like yay yeah, hey, no school <laughs> and then it was like more time and i was like um okay i guess this is okay and now it's the whole year and it's like we miss our field trip we miss a whole lot of events because they come at the end of the year mostly so we're missing out a lot but we're gonna have to make the most of it and yeah
1: Yeah, that's been definitely difficult for Mr. Delfino and myself as we love uh, being your eighth grade advisors and love these end of the year activities that we always plan out. And for you guys to miss out or have it a little bit different is uh, it's difficult for us as well. And um, it it was definitely a big challenge once we we got the official word that that's going to be it for the year. Um, So we've been doing our part to make sure that we still create memories for you and You've seen some of that and some more stuff's on the way which we don't want to spoil right now <laughs> but yeah uh, i just want to i want to go back to um march a little bit we want to talk about some of the early stuff before we get into the current stuff and um you know that <clears throat> those first couple weeks when they're saying you know you can't be out past eight o'clock and you know only essential workers are supposed to T- tell me a little bit about i'm gonna ask you henry a little bit about some of the fears that you had once the quarantine was in its height and everything was really, um, shut down.
0: I was afraid since like a lot of people are going to like different high schools. Some of my best friends I know are going to a different high school than I am. So I was definitely scared. I'm not going to get to see like my friends again, my teachers. It was like a lot of my, the social aspect of, um, of it. I was like really nervous that I wasn't gonna get to see them again, but I'll, I've now realized I'll probably end up having a chance to you know like go back and see some of my teachers and some of my friends, even though we are stuck in this this quarantine.
2: It's not gonna be forever, yeah. so one day yeah. it'll happen.
3: Yeah. Uh, also, like one of the big things, like one of the fears that I had, which I mean, it kind it came true, but like I'm, I guess I would say like I'm okay with it now, like. Uh, every summer I'll go to like see my family in Serbia and that's a- where a lot of like, a- like I don't want to say action, that's where a lot of, you know, casualties and whatnot are like happening. And so I was really worried, not that I won't be able to see them, but just for them to like, you know, be okay. And I mean, now I know that they're all right because, you know, they're staying inside and whatnot. But, like I- it was really a scary time for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was also really looking forward to a vacation with my family. We were going on a road trip this summer, but now that it's gotten like to this height and it's so big, we've had to cancel like all of our hotels and yeah. we just couldn't do any of it.
2: Now, going back to the, uh, the first week or so that we were quarantined, uh, this question is going to be for all three of you and I would like uh, Catherine to start, but uh, when it came to school, what were your biggest challenges with your schoolwork? And what exactly, you know, did each of you do to deal or overcome those challenges?
4: Um, Well, it was kind of distracting almost because, I mean, you have all this schoolwork and then you find out that there's this virus going around. Um, And it was kind of scary. Like, I remember first period every morning, like... Some of the kids in my class were just announcing, like, the statistics, like, the amount of, like, deaths and stuff. So, um, but the way I kind of got around it and just kind of, like, the way I cope with most things is I just kind of go to my happy place in a way. Like, I draw a little <laughs> bit. I yeah. play video games
0: and stuff. So, I just yeah, kind of try to distract myself. Yeah, same with me. I'm like really distracted with like I'm really stressed out with the virus and like distractions. I have my phone right beside me while I'm doing yes. schoolwork, so I'm trying to keep myself from grabbing it, and it's it's really distracting. And honestly, it's I'm still like trying to get over some of the hurdles of like trying to get all the schoolwork done. You know, like just because the school there's like less schoolwork and it's easier, doesn't mean like it's it's gonna be like, as easy in, like, the mental aspect. Like, it's kind of hard to learn new things because you don't have the
3: experience being with there in the classroom mm-hmm. with the teacher. It's, it's, it's such a big change from going to being in a classroom with other students and a teacher where you get to, like, actively talk and listen to having to comment and wait, like, a couple of minutes for an answer. It's It's just such a big difference, and I think it's definitely going to take a while for us to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Even if we are like still in the middle of this, it's it doesn't mean we're going to get used to it for a while yet because it's just so different. Like no one has had to go through something like this in like years. No one actually no one probably has. No, since. ever. Yeah, for it's sure. Ridiculous. I mean,
1: that's the one thing I've been very impressed with. Um you guys are are pioneers really. I mean, online school has been a thing in colleges, but it has never come down to the high school or middle school or elementary school levels. And the fact that you guys are still able to, to learn and you're still able to interact with your peers and your teachers and still learn new concepts to me is, is unbelievably something that I'm proud of. And
2: absolutely it's,
1: it's unbelievable to think that you guys at your age are learning just like a college student would. And, and I agree with you that this isn't ideal and this is not the way that, uh, learning should be done in a perfect situation but considering the circumstances how you guys have handled this um and our district is very lucky we we handled this very well some districts are not in the same position as us but you guys should be very proud of yourselves and if you know in the future online learning is a more regular occurrence it is because of the work that you guys have done showing that you can uh
2: do this and
1: that's something to be proud of for
2: sure and yeah, also nice and comforting and reassuring when you say that, you know, you do need the teachers and you do need that that one and one-on-one interaction. You know, that, that's a big part of growing up. Yeah.
1: I I don't think that this is going to be permanent, you know, in the future, but I mean it does show that it can be possible and maybe there's something like a hybrid where it's partially online partially in person but i think you guys have a now uh, a greater appreciation for for school you know? <laughs> like, yes, like you were saying yeah. earlier you uh, were like so i haven't excited.
2: taken i haven't taken any polls but uh, i don't ever want to hear another student say how much they don't like being in school yes, absolutely. Be home for <laughs> yeah. this uh, period of time you don't know what you got so it's yeah. gone type of thing all
1: right so yeah let's um let's fast forward a little bit uh As of now, things are slowly um, starting to open up. There's possibilities that non-essential businesses are going to be opening in the short term. Um, I'm going to ask this to Lena. Do you have any type of concerns with that? And if so, what are they?
3: I'm so sorry. Can you repeat the question? (laughs)
1: Yeah, sure. sure. So now that now that things and businesses might be opening up in the near future, what are some of your concerns? I think
3: a lot of concerns might be that like people might be taking it for granted. If that makes any sense, they'll be like, "Oh, it's opening up. That means I don't have to wear my mask. That means I don't have to social distance." And I think that's absolutely not the way to go. And I just think that if, um, people should like continue to take precautions even if things are getting better. So that that's just my take on the yeah. situation. Yeah,
0: I've been I've been going to the track recently, and I've had my mask, me and my dad or mom have had our masks on, even though it is starting to open up, and mo- the majority of the people there don't have masks on, and it's frightening, because people are like, oh yeah, we can just go back out, we don't need our masks, it's not a problem anymore, but this is how the rise of it, it's going to happen again, like, people aren't wearing masks and stuff, and like aren't social distancing, it's just going to become even bigger now, right? Yeah. Because it's just like and it, people don't care about it anymore. It's
1: difficult because you can't really tell people what to do, but at the same time, it's like we're we're just trying to protect mm-hmm. everyone, and it's we're just asking you to wear a mask. Like it doesn't really have much of an adverse effect on you. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. hurt. So it's it's a very very um, different, we'll say, or difficult situation that, that's occurring right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially since it's a lot of the young people who think, oh, even if I do get it, I'm not going to be affected by it. I'm not going to like pass away. But it's not really the point that like you might survive. Yeah. But it's like older people, you might pass it to older people who have a less chance of surviving. Uh, And that's the big problem.
2: Of course. Now, you know, talking about the way that, uh, you know, we have been home over these past couple of months. I know, like, school is not the only, uh, you know, struggle or concern. Uh, You know, I know both your brother, Henry, and also Catherine's brother, personally. So when you are cooped up in your homes for this long period of time, how is it dealing with, like, your siblings and other family members?
0: (laughs) It gets old. (laughs) It's, It's... (laughs) <laughs> See, when we, we we didn't have to spend much time with them. Now we're with them twenty four hours a day, and it's it's I don't know. I'm, I want to go to school. <laughs> are,
2: are we at least getting along with each other?
0: Uh, for the most part, yeah, we've we have been like kind of closer, but it's also been like more <laughs> arguments but it has been a chance to, you know, spend more time with, like, my family. I'm actually
3: going to, yeah. like, disagree a little bit with Henry. I've actually gone a lot closer with my brothers and my family just because, you know, I'll be coming home from school. They'll either be at work or they'll be upstairs working on something. I won't really, like, get a chance to see them. And now that, like, we're all kind of stuck in the same house, we're kind of forced to see each other. And obviously I'm not going to be like, oh, I want to start an argument, you know? So, we- <laughs> so I think, like, I've gotten closer with them than I did before.
0: Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying.
2: What about you, Catherine?
3: (laughs) Um,
4: Well, I'm in a bit of a unique situation because my brother, he has autism. So, I mean, it's interesting. (laughs) I care about him and stuff, but it's a little bit weird being, like, cooped up at home. And sometimes it feels like I just want to run outside. No offense to him or anything. I just, I think... Almost all siblings feel that way mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, yeah. he's in
1: a break. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot yeah, to definitely. handle for for everyone. You know, even even your parents. That's it's always difficult that you have to be dealing with the same people again and again and again. <laughs> and it happens in the workplace, mm-hmm. right? You get some coworkers that sometimes things don't exactly work out. You don't see eye to eye, and it happens in families. So that's been, I think, a um, something yeah. that people have really we didn't anticipate. The family aspect, it's its nice. We have some great success yeah. stories. You guys get a lot more time together. But, yeah, it, it can be very difficult at the same time. Um,
0: yeah, definitely. So, like
1: you said, Kat, like, going back to your happy place. Um, what else? So, Kat told us that she likes to draw and play video games. What, Henry, have you done? And, Lena, what have you done? Um, what were you able to accomplish during your time at home?
0: Well, I haven't, I haven't accomplished much, but, like, school. Um but at least twelve hours of my days probably watching TV <laughs> like Netflix and stuff. I've de- I've been going to the track and like trying to stay fit and stuff. Okay, but it's I've been watching a lot of. <laughs> this.
2: I hope uh, each of you are keeping your. Oh room my gosh! Room, yes. at least.
3: Yeah, my rooms. Usually well, need to brag, room. but
2: as <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, you know, something that you know is uh, what yeah. you want to hear.
3: Um, um, on my end, though, Henry said he's spending a lot of time, like, on Netflix, and obviously I agree, it's basically my life, but also I've been able to start, like, a, a few different hobbies that I never had time to before. Like, I started to you know, ride my penny board outside, which is something I didn't know how to do, in the, like, before quarantine, so I was able to, like, learn how to ride in and whatnot, and also, um, <laughs> Catherine knows about this, but yesterday I got Animal Crossing, and I think... I think I'll stop watching Netflix <laughs> and just play this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is, yes. that is the game of the it coin. Game, huh? such
3: such yeah. Yes. I didn't under- yeah, I didn't My understand also- why people liked it so much until I got it. I'm in love with it.
0: <laughs> I've
3: heard it's it helps with stress a lot, actually. It's a very common game.
0: You know what?
2: I'll, I'll take your word for it because I'll, I don't play any games or anything. So I'll <laughs> just take your word for it. I'm trying to get
1: Delfino yeah. involved in the game as well. It's not
2: working
0: out <laughs> so well. Yeah.
2: If you could put an Atari in front of me, then then I might, you know, get
0: back. <laughs> it, but... Oh my god! Yeah, we. My family also just got a new dog. <gasps> it's, a new dog. It's, it's my brother's dog. It's my brother's dog. So I have been spending some time with it. It's a corgi <gasps> puppy. or something. Cute. Very nice. So my I, heart's melting right now. We Definitely. Um, <laughs> We're starting to spend more time with that. So to try and get us off electronics, especially my (laughs) brother. So, yeah.
2: That's awesome. Now, uh, I guess this is, you know, for each one of you, you know, talking about, uh, you know, being in quarantine and especially having uh, to be at home for this uh, extended period of time. Can any of you, and I guess you know, we'll start with you, alana uh, On this, can you give any advice um, to anyone that if this were to happen again, like what what would you do differently? What I would do point? differently
3: is not to underestimate the situation because, like we said at the beginning, none of us knew what was truly going on, and no one was really understanding like the extent of it. So I think the best thing to do is just don't underestimate it, and obviously like listen to what your government says rather than Risking your life or someone else's life to get sick.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, to add on to what Lena said, people, like, are underestimating, like, what this virus can do. So, definitely don't do that. And also, you have to try mm-hmm. and stay positive. Because if you just start getting negative and, like, it's it's just going to make mm-hmm. the whole situation worse. So, try and get in, like, a lot of Zoom calls or stuff or FaceTimes with your friends So you can stay positive and see them. Yeah. And
4: I know it might sound cheesy, but, like, you need to stay strong. Because (laughs) you just need to be patient. Like, I know it kind of sucks right now. But you just need to get past, like, these difficult times. And just take the precautions and just get through it. Because there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess.
2: Well, that, that says a lot. Because, you know, as human beings you know, each one of us has that resiliency to overcome situations. And, and like you, you know, said, Catherine, like there is a light at the end of the tunnel here, you know, this is not forever. So you just, you know, just gotta, you know, bear down and, and get through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's some awesome advice that the three of you have, have given <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. You know, it's important that you keep your friendships, you stay in touch with people, you, persevere you continue to stay positive and upbeat um how have the three of you grown in this situation do you um view things differently have you seen yourself mature a little Mm -hmm. bit um just explain to me a little bit about uh how you see yourself differently now since this has all started in you know two plus months
0: um i personally have definitely opened my eyes up about school like when this when there's talk about like going into quarantine for two weeks. I was so happy and I was so excited <laughs> to when it was happening because I thought I was just going to get to be home all day and then like have half an hour of school. But I've realized, first of all, it's more school. Well, not like more school than when we were at school, but it's more school than I anticipated and also it made me realize how um how important school was and actually being there.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: um
3: i honestly agree with like everything henry said i've definitely matured a lot i would say just because i understand like what's going on i'm not i'm not like ignoring the news i'm not trying to stay away from the negatives of it i'm able to like you know take it in. obviously it's not the best news in the world but i think i've been able to like accept what's going on in a way if that makes any sense
0: yeah i see what you're saying what about you
4: um I've kind of just learned to not to just, okay. I need to explain this a little bit, but, um, that last week of school, like I didn't like really say goodbye to my friends or anything. And I think if like this pandemic like taught me anything, it's just to enjoy every single like yes. second you get mm-hmm. with the people you care about sure. because
3: yeah,
4: like, I didn't know I wasn't going to see them
1: in person
4: again i mean i can always text them and stuff but i still miss them it's not the same right well, it's yeah. like you're not
2: guaranteed yeah. tomorrow to take nothing for granted yeah, you know? yeah that, exactly that's Life yeah. circumstances it's... change on the drop of a dime
0: yeah yeah you just have to learn to you know enjoy every second You have like with the people you care about, like Kat said, and you know don't take things for granted.
2: You know, I really hate bringing up a a sore subject here, but you know, now that you know we are getting close to uh, June and uh, a few weeks away, how do you all feel about graduating?
0: (sighs) It's gonna be like the TikTok memes. We're gonna have to get a graduation. um, It's.
3: Yeah. Have you
4: seen that one like school in Japan that did their graduation? In, yes, on, like, that was so
3: cool. I'd <laughs> honestly be willing to do that. It's just not everyone has Minecraft and it costs money.
4: <laughs>
3: so fun. Well, you guys,
1: yeah. <laughs> you've been a part of some of the meetings that we have, so you know about your graduation, and we think that this is going to be a really cool idea. Um, but maybe we'll do another episode explaining that after the fact. But, you know, the whole idea of graduating. Uh, considering the circumstances, how how is that going through your mind?
3: I, I personally think that I I don't think a lot of people see it this way, but I also think it's kind of like I don't want to say a good thing, but it's very unique. And I think it's definitely something that's going to set us apart from the other grades, and like a in a positive way, of course, because we were able to like persevere through this. And I think that like having a graduation online is just something so so different from what we're used to that it's going to be something that's like. Maybe, like, stay in the history books for like, for like, a while. And I think that's something that, like, we should celebrate rather than, like, be upset about. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's going to be, like, a moment
0: we look back on when we're older. It will definitely it's be memorable.
2: Yeah.
0: It'll definitely change our eyes. This time for, in your life. Like, change.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: 100%. When I was uh, a couple yeah. years younger than you guys is when 9-11 happened, and it's still as vivid as, you know, ever. And so for you guys, this is just another historic event. Unfortunately, it's a negative historic event, but you're going to never forget, you know, all this kind of stuff. And that's why we wanted to do this podcast, is so it's a, um, like a living, breathing time capsule where you guys can listen to yourselves and how you felt about it um, and look back on it and, and reflect, because reflection is always an important part of life. So, with that, I'm going to leave you with one last question, and I want to hear from all three of you. We're going to start with you, Kat. Um, this is it. Your time at school number one, uh, your four years is is over. So, um, just thinking back for the past four years, what are some things that you're going to miss most about being a student at school number one?
4: <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot to think about. I still remember, like, the first day of fifth grade, and... Probably oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. the teachers. Honestly, it wouldn't be the same. I've had so many great teachers over the years and I'm gonna yeah. miss them so much. And they just made like every second in school count. And it was so the last four mm-hmm. years have been really great and I'm gonna Well miss I think
2: Catherine. I hope you yeah. are referring to <laughs> me. That's one of them. <laughs> I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think it's it's yeah. weird when I tell people that I teach middle school because there are always um, negative connotations about middle school, and it's hard for me to describe to them what school number one is like. And it's an unusual circumstance because middle school portrayed in the movies and TVs this nightmare where you're going through changes and it's like bullying, and we don't have that. We have a wonderful. It's a yeah. family, you know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So it's tough to to say goodbye to you guys. So I I completely agree as much as you are going to miss us the teachers, we are going to miss you guys and we have missed you for these past couple months. Um and this grade too. So before I you know, start bawling my eyes out, Henry or <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Well,
2: I mean to go back on what, what Mr. Platerode uh was just saying, I, I make it a point to start interacting with each of you from the fifth grade because it is a journey and I don't wait until, you know, you reach you know, my grade level. You know, this is, you know, something that I you know want to do with each of the students is to see you grow mm-hmm. and, and go through, you know, each of the grade levels. And, and finally, you know, as your eighth grade advisor, you know, just uh, end it, you know, on, on, positive note with each yeah. one of you and then you know see where it takes us in the future so so yeah I think-
0: i'm definitely gonna miss like the experiences we yeah. had with each other like with the teachers and our friends like even in the classrooms we had like a lot of fun together like and it's just gonna be mm-hmm. yeah. miss
2: so who was up lot. was that you Lana? um
3: what was me uh,
2: about what you're gonna miss the most <laughs> about school number one
3: <laughs> um i i honestly like like everyone said i'm obviously gonna like miss the teachers i'm gonna miss everything about middle school because especially youtube is part and mr you know you guys literally watched us grow up from i don't want to say children but that's what we were until like what we are today and it's just it's gonna be hard reading all that because you guys are like you guys mean something to me <laughs> you know so it's like, it's really hard having to say good, people, especially now.
1: Well, thank you. It's, it's very unusual. The the situation we're in, we, we do get you guys as um, young kids and to see you progress in four years and grow up and we're having discussions about what's going on in the world. It's really, you're, you're now on your way to becoming a, a very successful adult and, and part of why we became teachers was to to educate and to um, help you guys to become the best versions of yourself and especially you three and the whole grade as a, in, in, as a whole. We are so excited to to see you guys graduate and go on and what you're going to do to make this world a better place. Cause um, there's a, a bunch of people that are really trying their best to, to make this um, virus and handle this virus and make a vaccine and, and those people were students at one point and they had to learn. And there's always, um, so much room for improvement. And you guys have really just shown that in the past four years. So congratulations to you. Um, I don't want to say too much. Cause like I said, I, I do get emotional around this time, especially, um, not being able to, to say a proper goodbye yet. We do, uh, plan on seeing you guys once we can, but, uh, I wanted to thank you guys and tell you how proud I am of of the three of you as well as the grade and anyone else any other student that's listening of handling this as well as um you know just being you. I'm I'm proud of who you are for sure. So Mr. Delfino, I'll I'll let you speak and then um Cat, I'm going to have you kind of close this out.
2: Yeah, I mean the best part about being a teacher is interacting with the students by far. And You know, being able to do that uh, for as many years as I have, it's very rewarding. And I'm not Mm -hmm. just saying it, you know, to uh, you three, you know, but it's for, you know, all the students that are listening, is that just because you are graduating this year, the, the journey doesn't stop. Because if you think about this, Mr. Platterody was a student when I first started, uh, at school number one, you know, and, and, and he's a friend of mine now, and he's not the only one that I've kept in, in contact with uh, throughout the years. There's many former students that I am friendly with. And, you know, that that's another great part about being a teacher because you establish these relationships and then all of a sudden you look at it and it's you know 10 fifteen, 20 years later, and now all of a sudden I see all of you as you know adults down the road and it's always nice to hear how well you have succeeded and that you know I was a part of it, even though it was you know a small part that I was still a part of it you know and,
1: and we have a uh, yeah. we have a saying that we say to all of our, our former students when you graduate is that no matter where you are no matter. Uh, what's going on in your life? You're always yeah. a hornet, and so you guys are always—you uh, always have a part at school number one. You always have a family mm-hmm. here at school number one. So, you are always a hornet. So well, with that, there's Catherine. one other thing, Mr.
2: Platter-Rody uh, that I—I want to oh, okay. say. Sorry. I'm—I'm uh, I'm just the way that today went with this uh, recording. I'm—I'm I'm very proud of the three of you in the way that you—you know—were able to answer these questions truthfully, honestly. Uh, you know, it's
1: maturely, maturely
2: it's it's you know, it's something that uh when you look back upon it when we first started this podcast to now, you know, it just seeing how far each one of you have uh come, you know, within just uh a few cu- couple of months. You know? And, yeah
0: yeah, definitely. The podcast has grown and so much one other thing it's become a part of yeah. our lives.
2: You know, and one other thing that you know we do always say, you know, when we do end things, uh, you know, it's not, you know, good. It's not goodbye. It's Mm -hmm. see you later, you know, and want you to understand that. Yeah, you know, we're not saying goodbye. It's we're going to see you again, especially now more than
1: ever. We we know we will be back. We will have events in person once uh, we get clearance, and we are looking forward to that day. So, Kat. I cannot say enough <laughs> nice things about you being the producer to this. You know, I, I say all the time and I feel like it's still not enough. So I think it's only fitting if uh, you properly send us out for one last time here on Live from oh. the Hive.
4: Oh, wow. I've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: this is, a good, this is a good first starting point. We're throwing you into the fire. That doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> um, well, it's it's our job, you know, to to push you and make you you know better people, and so you said you're gonna throw me
3: into the fire, though. That's yeah, well, not the That'll
1: literal, work. not the
3: literal fire, um,
1: the figurative. All right, here we go. Ready? Cat, <laughs> let's
4: go. All right. So,
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you Gotta you gotta ask everyone to like and subscribe. Make sure you smash that, so that like well. button. On, you can you do know. this. I have faith in you
0: check out all of our other episodes yep (laughs) all right so remember (laughs) to like and
4: subscribe we're on spotify itunes wherever you find your podcasts stay positive stay strong peace bye